everybody. This is Kenny Jang with the Church Butler Lunch and Learn. Uh, we are here doing some interviews, some discussions and chats and connecting with church leaders and influencers across the globe, trying to give you some tips and tutorials and insights of what real practitioners are doing at the cutting edge of church communications. Today, I'm, I'm really fortunate we have our friends Paul Conrad Martin in the house. Uh, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kenny. It's great to be here. So um, you have been one of those guys that have been around the block. I think everyone, it's, there's, there's this, um, you know, I guess, cohort of communicators that have just been around for a while. Um, and I count you as one of them. Really thankful that we are connecting today. Um, why don't you give the few percent of our audience that have never heard your name before, a little bit of background of um, what your experience is and what, what you're doing today. Okay. Uh, well, my name is Paul Conrad Martin, uh, and I have worked in the church for probably almost 20 years. Uh, I've been doing youth ministry and communications and so many other things. Like most people in churches, we get asked to do everything all at once. Uh, so uh, about a year ago, I made the switch into moving into the private realm, and I've been trying to help churches in a different way, which is to help them get the know-how to do all the simple things that they need to do, uh, because I learned to do that myself, because I had, like most churches, a very limited amount of resources. So I now have a site called Conrad Know-How. It's conradknowhow.com, super simple to remember. And I just teach people how to do all the things that I've been doing in social media and video and storytelling and all the technical things. That's great. And I, I really do love the site because right out of the gate, I think you're, you're leading with some really practical information. Um, and in fact, one of the, the posts that's caught my eye from early on is one titled Three Reasons Video Marketing Will Crush 2017. And um, I have a similar post on my blog earlier. I, was, I called it that, you know, 2017 finally is the year of video. Like we've just gone nuts over video across all of the platforms and our experiences. And you call out a bunch of social proof or statistics, which I, which I love. Um, let me just, let me just read one or two of them. There's one is that on average there are, is it what? No, it's 1 billion mobile video views per day. And it's actually gone really up cool. since is then. That a real stat? It is, and it's actually now three billion. Is the last I heard, uh, and I heard that about a month ago. So it's it's just incrementally increasing uh, every month. That is crazy, and I I know this number is uh, crazy. Three hour, three hundred hours of video are uploaded to YouTube every sixty seconds, and and rightly so. You say, imagine uh, what it's like if you add Facebook and Vimeo and Wistia and Snapchat and all these other sites out there. Just the the amount of content is staggering. Right, the audience is there, uh, and uh, if the church is going to be a missionary presence in the world, it just makes sense, right? Yeah, and so um, two thousand seventeen, I think. This is the year to encourage you as a church communicator, if you're listening to our talk today, um, to really dip your toe in the waters. I think one of the things that is that um, the challenge is that 55% of churches out there are less than 100 people in attendance, right? So the staff, it's probably a solo pastor. It's probably a volunteer secretary. Um, you don't have a big video team. Um, they don't have big sets or, um, you know, studios. So um, 
is it really practical, you think, for churches to get into video this year? Oh, absolutely. And a lot of what um, I just had to do because we didn't have that kind of, but I was in youth ministry. We were, we were the redheaded stepchildren of the church. You know, we got the hand-me-down couches that grandma was throwing out on the curb. Uh, so uh, it's, it's funny how this happened. Uh, I was serving at a church and they had a camp for special needs kids. And uh, it was beautiful. It was wonderful. And I so much wanted to tell their stories and capture the images. So I had about six teenagers who uh, had smartphones and I told them a little bit and taught them a little bit about how to compose a shot and how to frame a shot and some about visual storytelling. And I just turned them loose and you would not believe the images that came back. It was just amazing. And I thought, I'm onto something here. It really doesn't take, now you can spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to do this, but it really doesn't take a lot if you just know how to do it. Yeah, um, totally. So I guess one of the one of the things that I hear over and over again um, is, you know, that, that technical aspect is a problem, but be, before even that, um, one of the arguments or many of the many of the discussions I have with churches across the country is that they just don't they don't think that video, video is relevant um, or that it's that important. And so I love that you outlined three specific reasons in your post um, that talk about why video marketing is here and you need to understand why it's going to crush 2017. So let's go through the first one. You say FOMO, right? FOMO is the fear of missing out. Um, that it's going to become a reality in 2017. What do you mean by that in particular? Well, you know, there's this element of we always want to be involved. And you see it uh, in social media all the time. Somebody posts something and you wish you were there when they post it. You wish you were there to, to experience it with them. And, uh, you know, we all have that fear of missing out, that fear of, of not being able to, able to be a part of the experiences that our friends share. And some of that is kind of alienating for us. I, I tell the story on the post. I grew up in a very rural area of Alabama, even though my speech doesn't represent that as well as it used to. And I didn't have cable and I didn't have cable until I was a senior in high school and all my friends had cable. And so they were watching all these shows and they'd come to school and they'd talk about it. And I wouldn't know what they were talking about. So it, it was alienating for me to not have all those things. And I think the church risks that as well. And anybody who doesn't uh, understand that this, this is just a new reality. If you read the statistics before this in the post, uh, everybody's watching video. And, uh, you know, I just think of this, Jesus so long ago, he knew how to connect with people. And the way he did it was through storytelling. And that was the medium of the day. They used that as a way to relate to each other and connect. Uh, well, how do people connect nowadays? Through video. We're watching TV, but we're not just watching TV anymore. That's old. Now we're watching on our phones. We're watching on smart devices, uh, Roku and Netflix. And it's just it's it's the Netflixing of the church. It's it's being able to to be in everybody's home and wherever they are in the car, at school, at work. Uh, and we can connect with video in a very, very easy way. So here, the point, one of the things that you are really pointing out the elephant in the room is that, look, on, on a competitive basis, if you're not going to get into video in 2017, your competitors, the churches in your neighborhood down the street that are trying to reach those new people in your neighborhood, um, they're getting into it and they're getting that exposure, right? 
That's right. And, uh, you know, I go back to this experience I had. I was interviewing for a position at a, a place and they said, hey, we need some help with our digital, uh, with our devotionals. Uh, they were printing out uh, a week's worth of devotionals and they were handing them physically to kids as they went out the door. And I said, well, how's that working? <laughs> and it wasn't, it was, it was a flop. I mean, all the stuff was winding up on the floor in the garbage can. And I just, on one of those spot, spur of the moment kind of decisions, I said, well, what about a place where they already go? What about where, a place where all the teenagers already go? It's the first thing they pick up in the morning, the last thing they put down their smartphone. What if we delivered uh, content straight to them? And it was, it was just one of those things. It just made sense. Uh, and we did that. And we think of that as teenagers and we think of that as in social media, as in Snapchat or Instagram and all that. And that's true. But the average consumer now is much older and video is the medium that's going to just really make a difference in the next year. It already is. But uh, we're going to see it even progress more than that. Yeah. Yeah. The second point you make in this, I think, is um, something that yeah, I, I make it's it's. Um, my heart sinks when people don't get this point. And you say businesses will finally start using video the right way, right? The, the problem is in the past that, you know, just being present, just because if you're an early adopter, you can win. Um, and there are people that are crushing it on video right now. But uh, right now we're getting to the point where people are starting to really understand the medium and use it properly, right? So talk, tell us a little bit about that, especially with, some of these um, social media live elements, Facebook Live, Instagram, stories, et cetera. Talk about it in that context for us. Right. Well, uh, it used to be, and we would see those local commercials, you know, come on down to Joe's barn and we'll give you some carpet, <laughs> you know, uh, and we'll make a good deal on it. And it was just, uh, it almost was bad press, it, but it was so bad that people liked it and would kind of watch it. Uh, and I think the church has been doing that in some ways, and uh, some have been really great in doing it. But what they're measuring now for video is not that you have a video in a certain place. It's not enough just to have a video on YouTube or Wistia or on your homepage. It's not enough just to have a picture of, of your pastor sitting behind, uh, sitting in front of a bookcase, uh, you know, telling a story in a very placid way. Um, What's going to happen is because so many people are using video, uh, the standard for creating those is going to go up and up and up. And you want to think that now you have to buy a studio and all this kind of stuff, but it really is just how to be engaging. I see all the time on YouTube and on social media, people who don't have a large budget, don't have a lot of fancy equipment, but they know how to engage an audience. And in fact, Facebook just published a study and they said that they're measuring hours viewed or minutes viewed instead of just how many clicks they get. Uh, so they're really measuring engagement. And what you want uh, to be in, in if you're going to be in this game, is to do it right. And to do it right, uh, you want to tell stories that connect with people already. And uh, I, I think that's where everybody's going to be going. And man, you could there's so much potential for that in ministries across the nation. Yeah. Well, someone actually um, asked me recently, oh, we know stories, 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 but I don't have any stories in my church. Can you maybe offer up a suggestion of one or two simple scenarios that that might be applicable? What type of stories can a, a church leader or pastor actually pull out and use and, and that, that would be worth talking about on social? Oh, you know, if, if you don't think you have stories, you're not listening. 
there are stories there, uh, stories of in every person's life. And so this is a practice of listening. And again, I go back to this model that Jesus had. He listened and he understood where people were at. Uh, so uh, some examples you could highlight different people on your staff. Hey, this is Margie. She gets up every morning at six o'clock to make sure all the coffee is made and uh, that people have something you know fresh to eat when they come in on Sunday morning. When you see her this week, give her a shake, a handshake or you know, give her a hug and pat her on the back and say, thank you for doing this. Uh, you can highlight different ministries. You can say, hey, you know what? This week, the children's ministry is going to have an Easter egg hunt. You will want to be there because of this. Um, and there's, there's just really an unlimited amount of content uh, if you're just listening. Uh, and that's the key for me when I try to produce anything or try to come up with content ideas. I just go out and listen as much as I can. Uh, and again, these things feed each other as well. If you're on Instagram and Facebook and you're listening and watching to other people's stories, uh, you get an unlimited amount of content. Uh, somebody posts, hey, really struggling this week with uh, the anniversary of the death of my brother five years ago. Let's tell that story. Let's talk about what that meant. Uh, there's so many things that we can do in the church. Yeah, uh, those are great examples. Uh, they're very practical. And um, volunteers and staff are our heroes. We need to highlight them. And video is per the perfect way. Um, love it. Love it. Uh, the third one you say is really you're saying is creating videos will actually get easier. Um, but, you know, one of the things that I'm seeing is that it's kind of like, isn't it the other way? I mean, it, we're seeing much fancier cameras coming out, software coming out. Um, there's this race to you know, be specialized and buy all this expensive equipment. Um, don't you need to do that in order to, be, to create good videos, good stories? Well, you can do that. And I'm not going to say that, uh, you know, you shouldn't do that. Uh, it really just depends on where you're going to go with your content. And I'll tell you this. Uh, there are people who do that so well. Uh, Brady Shearer, he is a, a, a person that I look to all the time for great ideas and content and how to do it. But because so many people are going to be making video and because it's going to be focusing on engaging people and a lot of it is going to be live like this right here. Right now, I'm uh, all of my equipment here is less than 150 bucks uh, apart from my laptop. And I could have done this on a smartphone. Um, what's happening is uh, it, it's not the quality um, of how many pixels you have in the screen and all of that thing, all that kind of stuff. What it, what it really comes down to is engagement. Uh, and again, if you're smart and you think about things a little bit and you present content the right way, uh, you can do it. You can, you can do it with just a smartphone. I, I have uh, probably 20 channels that I follow of people who just put their smartphone right up on a stand and they talk to the, to the camera and create great content that's incredibly helpful. Yeah, yeah. But lighting is number one. I, you, so you are um, well lit right now. I was texting out. I usually have actually a soft light box with me today. Let me show you. I'm testing out my little, I've got a new selfie ring oh, light. Nice. Testing, oh, nice. Oh, look at this. The mini ring. Without the ring light and with the ring light. Um, <laughs> this obviously is not working that well. But you're very well. You're saying you're not using equipment that's thousands of dollars on your side right now to light you and your screen no. right now? No, I've got uh, an umbrella right here, and behind it is a $20 LED light, and the other $20 LED light is right here. I've got both of those, and that's it. That's all I have. Gotcha. 
And it's not, and, and where do churches even look for that type of equipment? Do they need to go to a specialized photo store? Where, how, do, how do they find that type of equipment? I order almost all of mine on Amazon. Uh, the really? umbrella lighting kit, yeah. The umbrella umbrella lighting kit I got was fifty dollars. Uh, the LED lighting kit I got was I think sixty dollars for three of them with stands and everything. Uh, so it's really it, what's happening. I think is there are there are churches and ministries that are buying a lot of equipment to get in there and do a lot of great things. But unless they have someone who knows how to operate it they still don't really have good content and they still don't really have a good video to show for it. Uh, with somebody who doesn't have a lot of uh, awesome uh, equipment or anything like that, if you have a good story and you just have a little bit of know-how, here's, here's how to frame the shot, here's how to compose the image, here's how to keep flow going in your story. Uh, when you get to that point, then it, the equipment is secondary. Yeah, I love it. Um, one of the resources that you do have on your site that I recommend for everybody, I think it's still there, right? It's, it's video packages for beginners that won't break your bank. Right. Um, and you talk about some of the, even the jargon that everyone uses, lavalier mic and gaff tape and stuff like that, right? So that's something that's available on your site. Um, right. The what, whole site and the con concept of the site is to help people use whatever they have to make great videos. And you can, uh, like I said, uh, Casey Neistat uh, grew his channel to an amazing uh, following. And for the most part, he used almost, you know, no equipment at all. He started out with an iPhone or actually a Samsung phone. Uh, and then he moved to an iPhone and then he got a, a little bitty point and shoot camera and he just moved up the scale. Uh, it really, It really matters more about how to know what you're doing with the equipment than it is to have the equipment. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have a I have a, a blog post on uh, the equipment you can use. And I have packages from one hundred dollars all the way up to a couple of thousand dollars. Uh, and the big thing, really, I'm, I'm trying to help people with is just to know how to do what what all they need, all the things they need to to make great videos. Yeah, definitely. Well, I love your site that everyone needs to check it out, bookmark it and, um, you know, really. I guess where what's the first place you would point people on your site? What should they be searching for? What should they be looking for if they're trying to get into video um, on your site? What are some of the resources that people should be looking out for? Well, um, I I I think I anticipated that, and I tried to with people who would come on because uh, at the very top of my site there's a start here button, and it will take you down either the graphics. Uh, train. It's kind of a choose your own adventure. If you remember those books, uh, so you can do the graphics, you can do video or you can do branding. And I think all of those are important, but if you're wanting to get started in video, uh, click that video button and it'll take you to all the blog posts on video. Uh, it'll talk about uh, storytelling and the power of storytelling, uh, how to compose shots, how to use technical equipment to, uh, to make everything look right and sound right. Sound is just as important as visual when it comes to videos. So all of those things are covered in, in those. And I keep creating more and more content uh, because my goal is to help as many people as I can just make great content. Yes, yes. So um, if people wanted to really reach out and connect with you directly after today's talk, what's the best way to do that? What are some, what's the, some of the better ways to reach out to you and um, connect? 
Well, I'm on Instagram. It's uh, Conrad Martin KH for Conrad Know How. So Conrad Martin KH. Same thing for Twitter. Uh, and I have a YouTube channel that you can check out. Uh, but mostly it's just through my site. And I have a, um, a Facebook community. If you subscribe to uh, the content on the site, then you can go to my Facebook community. It's a private community uh, where we can all encourage each other. We kind of share our first pancakes, you know, those those ones that we maybe don't want to publicize. But it's a great community because when you do that, you can you can get help and you can say, I tried to do this. It didn't really work. Does anybody have any advice? And uh, surprisingly, there's always somebody with advice about how to make things better. Nice. Nice. Well, thank you so much. And I love the fact that you really are accessible and you're putting all this stuff out there. And, and what I this is the part that I have and what I try to do in my ministry for churches also is just be so um, realistic and practical. Everyone doesn't have uh, these, you know, four-digit, five-digit budgets uh, that they can spend every year. And um, right. doing something, starting where you are, as we say, version one is better than version none. Get started, and just you'll learn along the way, right? Incremental gains every day, um, and that's. I think that you share the same philosophy, and you're really putting that out there in terms of tutorials and. Um, practical things, not just these concepts and things that are 10,000 put in there. So I really appreciate what you're doing for churches out there. So thank you so much for that, Paul. Thank you, Kenny. So um, thank you. We're, we definitely need to have you back on here. Maybe next time we'll actually go through, uh, maybe you can do us a little tour of the different types of lighting um, that people can get and actually do a show and tell. Maybe that's a great next segment that we can have you on the show again. I'd love to do that. Okay, thank you so much for being with us for today's Lunch and Learn. Everybody else, if you loved today's episode, go visit um, conradknowhow.com. Also, would really appreciate it if you thumbed up and smashed that like button for this episode. Give us some feedback and comments so that we can actually bring other practitioners across the kingdom here into the Lunch and Learn environment so that we can give you some tips and tricks and share our experiences so that you can bring your kingdom further to your communities. Thanks so much for visiting. Um, catch you next year, next time here on Church Butler's Lunch and Learn. Bye.